Blessing and praising the Lord for this opportunity to again bring to you the living word of God. If you have a Bible, I want you to get that Bible in your hand. If it's on a smart device, get it on your uh, smart device. Come on, bring it up. Let's get ready to get into this word. Hold that word in your hand. Amen. Get that word and hold it in your hand. Amen. Repeat after the man of God. I hold in my hand the Bible. It is the living word of God. It is the sword of the spirit. In this book are my promises. In this book is my power. In this book is my potential. I can have what it says I can have. I can do what it says I can do. I can be what it says I can be. Ah, look at somebody and tell them I am a believer and not a doubter. I am a hearer and a doer of the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Look at somebody and tell them I'm ready for this word. My life will be changed never, ever, ever ever, ever, ever to be the same in Jesus name. If you believe it, give the Lord a hearty amen and bless his holy name. I want to begin a series of messages as you have heard, simply entitled the insurrection of a nation. On January 6, 2021, the American populace watched news media outlets air before our very eyes what the history books will hold in infamy. There was an insurrection that came against the Capitol building in the place of one of the greatest deliberative bodies in the place where there is a citadel of legislative power, in the place where the senators and the Congress people of these United States meet and decide and direct this nation. There was an insurrection that was brought not only to the very steps of the Capitol, but that breached the Capitol. I do not have to tell you how heartbreaking it was for the nation. I do not have to remind you, I pray, how disturbing it was to watch those graphics, to watch that footage, to see those images being shrewn across the media outlets. And days after days after days, we learned it was much worse. It was so much worse than we initially observed what we initially understood. I have done my best to restrain the tendency that is within my personality to address matters just like this. Uh, I am no um, uh, meek onlooker as it concerns the matters of politics in this nation. I have a tendency to be opinionated. I have a tendency uh, to actually be highly engaged as it regards the political narrative of this nation. But since January, I have done my best to restrain what I thought perhaps may be just my personality wanting to bleed out on the matters of politics. But I have received 
an unction and instruction from the Holy Spirit that has brought me into these series of messages. Because we have to understand what happened on January 6, 2021 was not political. What happened on January 6, 2021, a day that will live in infamy, is not about politics. It was not political. I want to tell you, child of God and anyone who will listen, it was not political. It was spiritual. Now I have something to say. Because if it is a matter of things that are spiritual, I am anointed and I am assigned. I will do my best to restrain my own personal contemporary commentary on politics. But I will stand before you in these messages with the boldness of the Holy Ghost to declare to you the revelation of the word of God and to expose what really happened on January 6th. You really do not know yet what happened on January 6th and what has been loosed in this nation since January 6th. We're going to talk about it. Now, I will warn you, hearing one of these messages will not be enough. I will warn you, if you're just going to come in and out of this series and cherry pick some truths, this word will not bless you. It will not register in you like it should. But if you stay with us, Precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. Stay with us and you will begin to see the exposure of the evil that is entrenched in this nation. You will begin to see the spiritual tyranny that is moving from coast to coast and border to border in this nation. And you will discover that America has begun to export its evil. We'll talk about it. We are in the days where the insurrection we saw on January 6th was simply an indicator. I don't know if you're already taking notes, but I need you to put this somewhere and hold on to it. The insurrection is an indication. The insurrection is an indication. Hold on to that. We'll be back to it. The insurrection is an indication the insurrection that you saw, I saw on January 6, 2021 in Washington, D.C., that insurrection was an indication. And if you are asleep, you missed it. And if you are simply seeing it through the eyes of the carnal, the eyes of the fleshy, and the eyes of the political, and the eyes of the earthly, you are missing the indication. The insurrection was an indication. What happened on January 6th was not political. It was spiritual. Go with me to Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. Let's work. Ephesians chapter 12 and verse 6. Put it up on the screen for me, please. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, the Apostle Paul is describing ranks of spiritual order as it concerns the demonic kingdom of Satan. He is describing the spiritual warfare and the battle 
that the believer has with all things demonic. He describes this, and you've heard it before, but you have to hear it again with fresh ears. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Put this in your notes somewhere. Politics are flesh and blood. Politics are flesh and blood. The reason January 6th happens and the reason it happens on the 6th is because as an indication, it was flesh and blood. I wish I could help you with that. It happens on the sixth day of the new year because the number six in that day is an indicator that what you are seeing is being driven by flesh and blood. Politics is flesh and blood, but we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Politics is just the thing that was on the scene, but behind the politics, behind the flesh and blood, that's where we wrestle. Did you hear what I was saying? Listen, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. This is not about you being a Democrat. This is not you being a Republican. This is not about you being independent. That's flesh and blood. This is not about who you voted for. This is not about anti-Trump and pro-Biden. This is not politics. It's bigger than politics. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Politics are flesh and blood. Behind the flesh and blood, Paul says, watch the wrestle. Behind the politics, watch the wrestle. Because if all you're looking at is what you see on CNN, you're watching the wrong wrestle. If all you're looking at is what you hear out of Fox News, you're watching the wrong wrestle. Behind the wrestle, we wrestle not against the politicians. We wrestle not against the political structure. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Anything that man is doing, anything that has my eyes and my focus on man, here's what I know, that can't be my wrestle. It cannot be the wrestle if it is flesh and blood because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. But here's the wrestle. Against principalities, one level. Against powers, that's another level. Against the rulers of the darkness of this world, that's another level. Against spiritual wickedness in high places, that is another level. What we saw on January 6th is a manifestation of flesh that had been induced and had been influenced by a principality. Bishop, what did you just say? What you witnessed on January 6th was induced and influenced by a principality. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Behind the flesh and the blood, that's where you see the wrestle. And behind the politics and behind the politicians and behind the Trumpism and behind the Republicanism and behind the election, behind all of that, what do you have? You have a principality. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. This word here, principalities, hold on to it. It means literally the active cause. I want to run, but I'm here to teach. 
The word principalities in Ephesians 6 and 12 means literally the active cause. What is behind it? That's the principality. What induces it? That's the principality. What influences it? That's the principality. The demon spirits that work in politics are principalities. There are unclean spirits behind the scenes that push men and women and use them in their own political office and station in order to bring demonic devices into the nation. What you saw on January 6th was induced and influenced by a principality. The word principality means the active cause. What was pushing this? What was behind this? Because there's always something behind the flesh and the blood. Principalities, rulers of the darkness of this world. Rulers of the darkness. There are people who rule in the darkness, who rule in the place where God is not welcomed who rule with demonic vision. They rule in the dark places. And then he says, again, spiritual wickedness in high places. In high places, these are principalities that work at the highest level of demonic activity. Let me show you something. Go with me to Daniel chapter 10. Go with me to Daniel chapter 10. Go with me to Daniel chapter 10 and pick me up at verse 20. Daniel chapter 10 and verse 20. I'm reading this from the King James Version. Then said he, knowest thou wherefore I come unto thee? And now I return to fight. I return to fight with the prince of Persia. And when I am gone forth, lo, the prince of Grecia shall come. Principalities. Are you here? Principalities. Listen to what Gabriel tells Daniel. Gabriel says to Daniel, listen, you prayed for your nation 21 days ago. The day you prayed for your nation, God heard that prayer and God answered that prayer and God gave me the revelation, which is the answer, and sent me to bring you the answer to your prayer. While I was on my way, Daniel, to bring you the answer 21 days ago, the enemy put me into a battle and I was in a wrestle. I was in a fight. I was dealing with a prince. I was dealing with a principality. I was dealing with a demon spirit that is an active cause. He is behind the scenes, but he's actively causing things to happen. Daniel Gabriel says, I had the answer. The Lord heard you on the first day, but it was the warfare that held your answer up. Now, you know, if I was preaching on something else, we go there. But it was the warfare that held your answer up, but the answer broke through because he said, I called for Michael, your angel. 
He calls Michael a prince. He said, I called for Michael and Michael came and Michael entered the battle and because Michael is the archangel of warfare, he was able to whoop up on these demon spirits. He held them back, held them in bay. I came through in order to bring you this answer. Now on my way back, I got to fight. And Michael is already in that battle, but I know I'm going to have to help him fight on my way back after I gave you this answer. He says, I'm going to have to deal with the spirit, the prince of Persia, that's a demon spirit. I'm going to have to deal with the prince of Grisha, that's a demon spirit. What is Persia? A region and a nation. What is Grisha? a region and a nation. What is America? A region and a nation. There were demon spirits working in Babylon. There were demon spirits working in Persia. There were demon spirits working in Greece. These demon spirits were territorial spirits. They have been given assignment over nations. The prince of Persia is a demonic being given a task over a nation and a region. Behind everything demonic, he's the active cause. In Grisha, there is a prince, a principality, and behind everything going on in that nation and in that region, there is a demonic power motivating. There is a demonic power that is influencing people and inducing people to make demonic decisions that affect the world order. Behind the flesh and the blood, that's the wrestle. The wrestle is not political. The wrestle is spiritual. And hear me, child of God, demon spirits have been assigned to this nation. Demon spirits have been assigned to this region. The region you live in right now, there are demon spirits, territorial, that have been assigned to that area. In fact, I can tell you there are certain cities. I won't even go there because <laughs> you probably live in one of them. But there are certain cities known for certain sins. There are certain cities known for certain addictions. There are certain cities known for certain hedonism. There are certain cities that are known for certain perversions. There are certain cities just known for certain things. You know why? Because demon spirits rule over cities and rule over regions and rule over areas. Daniel, your nation is in trouble. And the reason you can't get the breakthrough is because demon spirits Spirits are trying to destroy the nation that you live in. America, demon spirits have been loosed at the highest place of power in America. In the place where legislation is brought forth. Hear me, hear me. The president of the United States has nothing to sign. There are no laws. He has no bills to sign unless the legislation handed over to him through the Congress and through the Senate. Where they make the great decisions for our lives, in that place, the insurrection happened. Demonic decisions were brought to the doorstep and rammed their way through the Capitol building because they were being induced and influenced by principalities, demon spirits that have been assigned to this nation.
Now, let's start talking about the good stuff. <laughs> Go with me to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Let me show you something. Are you still here? It's going to be much. It's going to be much. I, I can't get around that. It will be much. Go with me. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Pick me up at verse 1. Now, I want you to get this out the New Living Translation. Listen to this. Now, dear brothers and sisters, let us clarify some things about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and how we will be gathered to meet him. Don't be so easily shaken or alarmed by those who say that the day of the Lord has already begun. I'm going to read that again. Don't be so easily shaken or alarmed by those who say that the day of the Lord has already begun. Stop listening to preachers who are telling you we're already in the tribulation. Bishop, please be nice. I'm going to be nice. But stop listening to people who are coming on Facebook and jumping on any other portal that you will give them access to and they're telling you already that we're already in the day of the bowls and the day of the vows and the day of the seals. No, we're not. No, we are not. The apostle Paul told this congregation, don't be so easily shaken or alarmed by those who say the day of the Lord has already begun. No, the day of the Lord has not already begun. We're living in the last of the last days. We are not yet in the day of the Lord. Listen to this. Don't believe them. Even if they claim to have a spiritual vision, a revelation, or a letter supposedly from us, Paul said, don't believe them. Verse three, don't be fooled by what they say. I feel like I'm preaching good already. Don't be fooled by what they say. For that day will not come until there is a great rebellion against God and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the one who brings destruction. He will exalt himself and defy everything that people call God and every object of worship. He will even sit in the temple of God claiming that he himself is God. Now what Paul is doing right here is describing the person of the Antichrist. Listen to me. The Antichrist will be embodied in a singular personality is true. The Antichrist will be embodied in a singular personality. That person will be a part of human history. The Antichrist is going to be a real person. Now listen to what he says. Here's how you know it's the Antichrist. Verse 3, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. Great rebellion against God. Great rebellion against God. If it is the Antichrist, you'll know it has an Antichrist spirit on it because it will produce great rebellion. It will bring with it the iniquity of insurrection. The Antichrist spirit is rooted in rebellion and rooted in rebellion, and I'm going to show you why. Rooted in rebellion, watch this, and the man of lawlessness. 
Lawlessness is also King James. Iniquity, lawlessness. It is no standards, lawlessness. No rules to be kept, lawlessness. Anarchy, lawlessness. Whatever I want to do, that's what I'm going to do. Lawlessness. Look at the nation. What is in the ingredients of an insurrection? In order to have an insurrection, you're going to have to have somebody with a heart of rebellion and you're going to have to have some people who are committed to lawlessness. What did you see on January 6th? You saw rebellion and watch this, about to mess you up. You saw rebellion against God. Bishop, what did you just say? I said on January 6th, that was not just rebellion against the United States government. That was a rebellion against God. You say, prove it. Romans chapter 13 and verse 1. All the powers, all the authorities that be have been ordained of God. When you decide that you want to bring rebellion and lawlessness into the government that God has ordained to be over your life, at that point, it's not about the government. At that point, you're dealing with God. Oh, okay, you're having a hard time with that. <laughs> you read Romans 13 when you get a chance and be reminded that when Paul wrote it to the Romans, Nero was their Caesar. He said all the authorities that are, are ordained of God. Every power that is, is ordained of God. He even says don't defund the police because the police are ministers. And God said, I've ordained even the police to be ministers. You better read your Bible. When they came against the Capitol building, it was not just rebellion against the government. It was not just lawlessness against the government. It was rebellion and lawlessness against God ordained government. Now watch this. He says, here's how you know the Antichrist is with you because the rebellion will be against God. The man of lawlessness, watch this, is revealed, manifested. You see, on the sixth day, it's not just flesh and blood. On the sixth day, it's not just mankind. But on the sixth day, manifestation comes. What is man? Man is the manifestation of the image and the form of God. In the sixth day, you will see manifestation. The Antichrist must be revealed. He has to be seen. He cannot be hidden. It will come a day when he will be on every news channel. Glory to God. You just shouldn't be nowhere around by that time when it happens. We pray that you've been raptured by then. Look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. He says, the man of lawlessness is revealed. The one who does what? Brings destruction. The rebellion. The lawlessness. Brought what? Destruction. And I don't just mean destruction of property or the destruction of lives. It brought the destruction of the standards of a nation. Now watch verse 4. I'm in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4. Here's what it says about the Antichrist. He will exalt himself and defy everything that people call God. Anything people call God, he'll defy it. 
What does that mean? That means simply this, that the Antichrist has in his goal one thing. He wants his worship. The reason he'll defy anything else called God, the reason he'll reject every other object of worship is because he wants to be worshiped. Notice this. He'll even sit in the temple of God claiming that he is himself God. And just because a man doesn't come out and say I'm God does not mean a man doesn't think he's God. If you think the rules go to everybody else but not to you, you think you're God. If you think you are above a constitution that governs a nation, you probably have a God complex. In the Antichrist spirit, there will be a redirected worship. In the Antichrist spirit, there will be lawlessness. In the Antichrist spirit, there will be destruction. In the Antichrist spirit, there will be rebellion. And I can announce to you, we are in the days of the manifestation of the Antichrist spirit like never before. Why is that true? Because the Bible says in Revelation 12 and 12 that the devil knows he has but a short time. He knows he has but a short time, and because he has but a short time, he will seek to destroy all that he can in this hour. Stay with me. We're 